Welcome to Relationships Unhinged Podcast, where we explore dysfunctional partnerships that became deadly. These stories give a whole new meaning to the term, till death do us part. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Relationships Unhinged podcast. Welcome back. This is episode 45. Oh, uh, that's not really a milestone episode, but... I mean, I feel like every five... It's like halfway. I feel like every five we should do something kind of cool. Okay. So I have a really... 50 mm -hmm. seems like a big deal. I mean, 50, I I think I know what I might do for 50. But, okay, this story that I'm coming to you with today... Right. It's it's so fucked up in so many ways. Right. It's it's beyond fucked up. But there's a chance that people could have heard of it. Now I didn't see it on anything like Dateline or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, um, there's a lot of articles, there's a lot of news reports. It seems like it was well talked about. Right. This comes from Florida. Of course. It does. <laughs> right. The craziest cases come from yeah, Florida. There's like almost every five episodes were in Florida. Yeah. This comes from Ocala, Florida. Ocala. Yeah, which is in Marion County. Okay. This is the story of Michael Jones and Casey Jones. So it's not Winter Park, Florida. It's not Winter Park. Nope. It's west of that. Okay. All right. So Michael was 38 and Casey was 32. Okay. Um, she had four kids. Right. Two of the kids were his. Um, two were from a previous relationship. So the two oldest kids were named Cameron and Preston Bowers. They okay. were 10 and 5, two boys. And then she had two girls with Michael um, named Mercalli and Anaya okay. Jones. They were two and one. Oh, wow. Young. Mm-hmm. So she was a pet groomer. And he had worked, like, I don't know. He had worked at a job, and he got caught stealing. And so now he basically just did odd jobs. Was he stealing on boxes? <laughs> Plastic. Oh no. What, did you just have a psychic moment? <laughs> no. Oh God, you might have. Um, so anyhow, he was described as um, being, I guess, angry and like violent, like like aggressive, I guess not like punching her or whatever, but like violent, I guess-ish, like just aggressive right. towards her. And um, I guess some members of her family had told her that she should leave him, but she was in love with him. Smart advice. And, of course, she stays. Right. He was a dr drinker. A oh, drunkard? A drinker. <laughs> Wait, I forgot to tell you because you cut me off. He Let me cut you he off. He did these odd jobs, and he put them on Facebook. Okay. Like, you know, odd jobs. Right. That was how he got jobs. So I always wonder about these people that do that. Like, I'm always like, is this somebody that's just trying to get their name out, or is this, like, somebody that's 
down on their luck. Right, right. Looking for that payday. Looking for like their next fix. Right, right. That's like, I'll do anything. I'll hang a mailbox. I'll I'll stick a birdhouse on the side of your house. I'll change a light. I'll paint your whole house for $2,000. Like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he th- there were some allegations that he used drugs. Shocker. <laughs> right. Okay, so I'm going to go to the end and then kind of veer back to the beginning because the end justifies the means, I guess, or whatever. Okay. It's not really true in this case. But the end gets us kind of to the beginning. So on September 15th of 2019, he's driving his van in Georgia, and he gets in a minor car accident. Okay. So the police come to the accident, and they come to the door, and I now I think he's been drinking in this accident. So the police say, you know, what happened, whatever. And he goes, you might as well get your handcuffs because there's a body in this car. <laughs> okay. I can picture this cop going, motherfucker. <laughs> so much for lunch. You know this happened at 359. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, it probably happened at 335 because you know what? Like it's, it's time that you have to actually be the person that stays. Right. The four o'clock shift is like, oh, well, you handle that, and then I'll um, I'll take over yeah, yeah. the next thing. So, um, yeah. So anyhow, the cops go, oh, oh, you got a body in your car, okay. Well, so of course they do handcuff him, but I guess in order to do things the correct way, right? They get a search warrant. They call, get a search warrant, and they search the car. Especially after that. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. So they guess what they find? A body. They find a body. <laughs> The body of his wife, Casey, okay. in a tote. Oh, no. Right. That's why I asked you about the That's why I asked you if you had a psychic moment Here about the box. again. Yeah. So she was in a tote, dead. Okay. You know how bad that creeps me out, right? <laughs> we'll get ready to be creeped out worse. Oh. So. Oh, don't tell me the kids are in it. I'm not going to tell you anything right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through this whole thing. Hmm. So the, they take him down to the station, right. and they're interviewing him, and they say, you know, what happened, whatever. And he's, he's like, like snapped. Well, FYI, he did not say he snapped. Oh, although he, actually he did sort of say he snapped. Mm-hmm. He said it was building and building and building. Okay. So he tells the police that the children are buried mm. off the highway in Georgia. And he was intending to bury her in another place in Georgia. Okay. Now this guy's from Florida. I'm sure Georgia wants nothing to do with this. But... The car has this very bad smell of decomposition. Mm. And, you know, so now they get to deal with all this, just discussing this. Of course, they go where he says that the bodies of the children are buried, and they find the children. Oh. So All four of them? Okay, so the oldest boy, Cameron, is in a red suitcase. The second boy, Preston, is in a tote. And the two babies are in another small tote together with a pair of sandals and a baby bottle with Anaya's name on it. So, of course, they take it, they arrest him, right? Initially, they just charge him with second-degree murder of his wife because they want to, you know, they want autopsies, they want evidence, like all this stuff. So, now this is September. This is September 15th. So we're going to scroll back to July 10th. God. Now, in July... Seemed like things were going okay. It's horrible. They were at 4th of July. They watched the fireworks. They posted pictures on their Facebook. They seemed fine. 
on July 10th, um, I think that uh, Casey started to suspect that he was cheating on her with his ex-wife. So his ex-wife, I guess he had allegedly cheated on Casey with before. Okay. But he had like this, still had like a relationship with her, was like still talking to her all the time. She was like, I guess, riding his ass about it. And so he says that she was like, called him, was calling him incessantly, he turned his phone off, but then she came home and she's like, just tell me, just tell me, just tell me. He tried to go in the bed, but she shined the flashlight from her phone in his eyes. And she was like, just tell me, just tell me, just tell me. Then he says that like she picked up like a kid's metal baseball bat and was like poking him with it. And she was like, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. So he finally took the baseball bat from her and then beat her with it. So he like basically smashed her whole skull in, wrapped her in a rug, wrapped her in a shower curtain, and then put her in this tote, in this giant tote. Okay. And then put her in the closet. There's something about that's so creepy about a human being in a tote. I don't know what it is. It's, but it really is creepy. I agree with you. Super creepy. Because, like, imagine all the totes in your house. I mean, right yeah. in this room right now, there are totes. Yeah. Can you imagine we were no, sitting here no. and there was a person dismembered no, in I, those totes? Absolutely not. Or, or crushed up or whatever they do. Man. I mean, it's, it's terrible. It's true. It is terrible. Yeah. All right. So now, so that happened July 10th that he killed her. So he's using her phone and her Facebook Make to it talk look to like people. She's alive. Yeah. Right. And um, so he he uses her phone. He makes arrangements for the boy's dad to come and pick them up for a while. So the boy's dad comes comes and picks them up from July 27th until August 10th. His daughter's with her okay. to his ex-wife's house and asks his ex-wife to watch them. But then he leaves them with her for two weeks. They're not her kids. Okay. Holy shit. They're Casey's kids. So, but she doesn't call the police or anybody. Nope. And she suspects nothing. She literally, if she suspects something, she's not saying that she does. If he told her anything, she's not saying that he did. So, I mean, I think this girl's shady anyway. Because now on September 13th, by September 13th, you know, there was actually finally a, a missing persons report filed on her by her mom. Okay. And when they questioned her, this is actually September 15th. When they questioned her, she said that she had seen Casey on September 13th. Okay, Casey had been dead since July. She claimed that she saw her two days ago. Which is a lie. And if she was missing, then that's just typical because there's a lot of drama surrounding her. So somewhere between the time that the dad dropped the boys off and August 23rd, he killed both the boys. Ugh. Separate times. It's terrible. So the it's oldest boy, kids. the 10-year-old... This okay. This is fucked up. The oldest boy, he strangled him. He took him out of his bed, put him on the floor, put his knee on the kid's chest, and strangled him. Now this guy's a short, fat little fuck. Looks like a chote. I hate him. Okay. So, <laughs> do you even know what that is? No, I'm just, just I'm so disturbed <laughs> by this whole fucking thing. It's bothering me. Okay. Chote means a penis that is wider than it is long. Ugh, yikes. He so, right. So he strangles this kid. Now, when he decides to strangle the other kid, he remembers how sore his hands were the next day. What? So he doesn't want to do that again. Oh my God. I, I actually struggled with talking about this one because I feel like this one's like the, it's like one of the saddest things I've ever heard. And this is a five-year-old boy. So I'm just gonna quickly go by it. He put a zip tie around his neck, tightened it, and then drowned him in the bathtub. Oh okay? my fucking God. Now, this is a couple days after he killed the brother. He claims it was the next day. 
But at the same time, his ex-wife claims that he brought that little boy with his two girls to her house and stayed the weekend of Hurricane Dorian, which is what was over um, Labor Day weekend. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not sure if Preston was definitely dead yet or not. She says that he brought Preston and the two girls to her house the weekend of Hurricane Dorian, which was Labor Day weekend. Okay. So that was like September 1st, August 31st. He claimed that he had already killed Preston by August 23rd. So now I don't know if he did or didn't. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure which one of them is like, if he's just delusional, completely delusional. I mean, this guy's not mentally sound. I, and I'll tell you, you'll hear the rest, like, and you'll know why. So he goes and stays with his ex-wife for the weekend. You're gonna tell, I, I, can't, I don't want to hear anymore. This is fucking terrible. I know. It's poor kids. Oh, my God. So he goes back to his trailer. This the, piece their of house, shit. Their house this is a trailer. His whole job is actually. to like, protect right. the kids. Right. And this is how they die? He kills their mother and he can't even protect them. Like, it's just, it's super sad. Yeah, it's terrible. So he goes back to the trailer. Now, because she was the breadwinner and he only did odd jobs and she had, like, actually a dog grooming business, um, their rent wasn't getting paid since yeah, July. I'm sure some of these clients are looking forward to. Right. So the landlord starts the eviction process. And so five he stays at the house the, the trailer five days into the eviction process and then he says he went down to town hall sat in the car with the three kids they're dead or dead in the car no no, no alive still oh, oh this one's still alive trying to decide if he should go in and confess almost hoping someone will come to his car so that he can just tell them because he's like on the verge of telling them and then he decides forget it I, i'm like i'm this far I have to just finish it. So So he's thinking about killing the kids. He well he had allegedly at this point has already killed the boys. So he's sitting over by town hall, I guess with the two girls at this yeah, point. Yeah. Goes back to the house, fills the bathtub and drowns each girl one at a time. Puts them in the totes together. So now he lives in this trailer for two to three weeks with the kids under the trailer, rotting. And he claims that he managed the body fluids with kitty litter. So, how disgusting is this? This is fucked up. That he's gotta be like actually like maintaining their decomposition with like cleanup products and kitty litter. Okay? So after, well I, you know I, I forgot to even tell you this. After he beat Casey with the baseball bat, he left like this terribly bloody scene. So he cleaned it up. The kids were all there sleeping. And when they woke up in the morning, she was already like dead in the closet and it was all, all cleaned up. In the closet? In the closet in the tote. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So. This is, this is right. so, so messed up. So he's living in this trailer in the Florida heat in September with bodies underneath the trailer and one body in the, in the closet. This is creepy. Right? So creepy. Then, okay, he goes back to his ex-wife's house, okay, with nobody. Okay, nobody's with him. Well, he the house rotting. Goes there. No, no, no. Now they're in his car. Oh man. And he goes in and stays at so, her house. So hold, hold, hold on, hold on, mm -hmm. hold on. So he drags the kids out from underneath the trailer, mm -hmm. puts them in the car because he's getting evicted now. So he's got to leave. So now he knows like the people are gonna come and they're gonna like be like you gotta go and there's gonna be these bodies. So he's got to get them out of there. So his neighbors claim that he was acting really shady. Going in and out with cleaning products. Yeah, you think? Throwing away garbage at 2 a.m. Okay, like all this weird shit. So they're like, we didn't know if he was on drugs. We didn't know what was going on, but he's acting really weird. And nobody noticed that these four kids are missing? Because like you got to figure, there's four kids in Florida near a trailer. They're outside playing. You would think. 
you would think. Plus, they have a grandmother. Okay, and wait, here's this, okay? So on August 17th, which is in the middle of when he says he killed the two boys. He says he killed the first boy on August 10th. He says he killed the second boy by August 23rd, possibly August 17th, probably before that. I don't know, whatever. He puts on Facebook Marketplace two twin mattresses for sale, okay? This lady comes to his trailer to buy these two twin mattresses. No way, no way. They smell like death. She says they smell like death. She, I don't know if she bought them. I don't know if she didn't buy them, but she claims she bought them, okay? But she claims they smelled like death. So she thinks nothing. I mean, she thinks it's disgusting, obviously, but obviously doesn't think somebody actually died on there. But, I mean... You kill these two boys and then you sell their beds on Facebook ma- Marketplace. Like, this is so... Right. Okay. Right. This is... Wow. Okay. Then he go. Okay. So now after he kills the two girls and puts them in a tote, he's got Sarah in a tote, one boy in a suitcase, one boy in a tote, and two girls in another tote. Puts them in his car, goes to his ex-wife's house. I can't even imagine the smell inside that car. Okay. So apparently he managed the smell with mothballs cleaning products, and fly spray, okay? Hmm. Goes to his ex-wife's house, stays there for a couple days. Meanwhile, these bodies are in in the the car. car. I don't even know why she doesn't ask. Where is everybody? This is so bizarre. It's so bizarre, okay? That odor out of the car must have been, like, hellacious. Right. So now, okay, so now Casey's mother says, you know, I haven't heard from my daughter in like six weeks. Like, what's going on? Right. But although they've been getting these phantom texts from her phone, these right. weird Facebook posts. Okay, so there was a Facebook post on July 11th, the day after she died, basically saying to her sister, we're going to be neighbors again. Okay, her sister lives in Vermont. She moved from Vermont to Florida to be with Michael. So basically alluding that she was going to move back to Vermont. Right. Okay. And then there was like a post of like her saying something like that she was depressed and when someone's like beating you down and you feel like at your lowest, you know, all this stuff like basically alleging that maybe she would be suicidal. Oh, man. Okay. So now he takes off with these people in the car and he goes to Georgia. He buries the kids and... This is incredibly sad. Gets in this, right, that he gets in this accident and that's when the cops find her body and then find all this out. So the cops interrogate him. They're like, why did you do this? And he's like, well, she was just prodding me and po- poking me and bothering me and nagging me, and, like driving me crazy. I just couldn't take it anymore. It was like building and building and building and finally I just couldn't take it anymore. So they're like, well, you know. Yeah, dude, you like take a deep breath, go outside and walk around or something. Right. Find some other way to cope. But this Jesus. is a person that's drinking and on drugs. Yeah. And I guess is isn't rational. And it doesn't sound like he's also mentally sound. Because I don't know who would live in a trailer with the bodies of four kids underneath of yeah, it. That, yeah, no. And then drive around in a car for two to three weeks so with cool. their bodies in the car. In the car. Two to three weeks in the hot sun of Florida and Georgia. Um, it, this, is, this is, wow. So then the cop in the interrogation says to him, why'd you kill the kids? Yeah. And he basically says, well, I just, that's how deep I was into it. It was just like, that's the only way I could see out. So there's speculation that what his plan was, was to take her further north, bury her somewhere, or make it look like a suicide somewhere, 
make it look like she took the kids and killed them. Oh. Try to bust it to Vermont and then either killed herself or got killed on the way and that he would just be completely in the clear. And I guess he was like planting seeds with people saying like, she's leaving me, we're getting divorced, um, she's going back to Vermont, all from like after she was already dead. Like she was dead July 10th, so after July so, 10th. So clearly it seems that this is all premeditated and maybe there is no mental illness because this is, he's like setting up the plot. Right. I mean, it seems like he, I mean, as as insane as it is that he drove around with their bodies for three weeks, he obviously had the time to formulate a plan. Right. And, and like the mental capacity to formulate a plan. And then it's only because he was drinking and driving that he got into this minor car accident that the police got involved. And then I guess they couldn't not smell what was in the car. As soon as he opened the, the window, <sighs> he was like, fine, arrest me. There's a body in here. Because they were like, what's that smell? And that's what he said. There's a body in here. Just just get your handcuffs and arrest me. So. Man, the, the part, obviously the kids, that's just, man. Right. So now kids. basically on September 14th, the day before they found her, her mom, well, September 13th, her mom asked the landlord to go check the house because she hadn't heard from the daughter. Right. The landlord goes to the house. Somehow the floors were replaced. I guess the, I don't know if the landlord had it done. I really doubt that Michael had it done. So I think that they were just moving out and the landlord was like, just go fix the floors or whatever. Go fix whatever needs to be fixed. Sometimes they have like the subcontractors. Well, the landlord claimed that they didn't have a smell. But two days later when the mom called the police and said, listen, you know, the landlord went there, but you know, I don't know where my kids are. I don't know my daughter is, my grandkids. The cops go there and claim there is a smell. I'm sure. And that there's all cleaning products by the door and that there's like new flooring. And so they asked the landlord, like, when did this flooring get here? And the landlord says, can you guys just leave? There's nothing here. So the cops leave because they're, they're not living there anymore. So the cops are like, okay. So then two days later, well, the day, the day that the mom reported her officially missing is I the day that- I guarantee the landlord found something. He just didn't want to deal with it. So nothing was there. I mean, Maybe. They found her September 15th. On September 19th, the lady from the mattresses called the police to tell them that she went to that trailer. It's about time. Tried to buy two mattresses, and they smelled like death. The medical examiner came through with his report and said that Cameron had a broken mandible and died from strangling. That Preston's... Now, this is the the medical examiner that... Where in Georgia, where they found them in the right, totes. Right. So they come like in totes to the medical examiner office. So the medical examiner describes like everything they saw, like that camera was in a suitcase, that um, Casey was in a suitcase wrapped in a rug, wrapped in a shower curtain, put in this tote. That Preston, that poor child, had, still had the zip tie around his neck mm-hmm. and then was drowned. Okay, to me, I find that the most disturbing yeah. because I zip ties freak me out anyway, but like. Can just imagine what that looked like? No. To like anybody that looked at that, to a to a police officer, to a medical examiner, like how do you go on like the next day after you saw a five year old that got strangled with a zip tie? So terrible. And the and the zip tie is still on his neck, and you find him six weeks later. I oh mean, God. You know what I'm saying? Like, so creepy. It's so bad. It's yeah. so bad. And and then that he found the two girls together in the tote, and that they both died consistent with drowning. So. This is this is so bad. It's right. Yeah, it's super, I mean, it's it's terrible. This whole story is so fucked up. You couldn't make something like this up. 
and like it, it like makes me think of like some kind of crazy zombie movie or something like who finds like this kind of bodies like people in this condition who would do that who would kill five people like five, four little kids and their wife like who does that how how could this guy possibly even i just can't i don't i don't know it's a monster he's a he's literal monster yeah he is man the sheriff of Marion County, because he got transferred back to Marion County, because that's where the murders occurred. The sheriff said he's he's an actually evil incarnate, and that evil has been caught, and evil will pay. And um, I hope to God this guy gets a fucking death penalty. He there is a death penalty in Florida. Good. He's charged with four counts of first degree murder and one count of second degree murder, and still has not gone to trial yet. Man, this story is like. Isn't that a bad one? It's so it's, it's like, so bad. This is like top two bad ones. This might be yeah. This might be one of the or worst. top three. This is a top three bad ones. Yeah, you know the thing with the ki- the ki- the kids really bother me. Uh, me you know? too. How do you, I mean? I don't know and, how you kill your me, own kids and then oh so then they they interviewed her ex, that's right. the father of the other kids, and he's claiming he got these extensive texts from her after July 11th. That's why he thought like everything was fine, where it was like so detailed. That he believed it was her. Like, it was like, you know, you, the lawyer said you have to give me 30 days notice before you want the kids because I guess he was not from Florida. And she was like, you need to give me 30 days notice. I'm in college and I have a schedule and I have a business and I can't just drop everything and run. And you're supposed to give me 30 days notice. So if you want the kids, you have to take them July 27th no, through the, before school starts. So this is from him. This guy had an opportunity when he killed his wife to go and give the like not pick the kids up after he right. dropped them off he should have just left them with their dad right and the police asked them why didn't you just leave them where they were safe right and that's when he said like i was just in it like i just had to finish it oh god that's what i'm saying it was all premeditated because even like the two girls were with his ex-wife right like if he just disappeared like nobody's any the wiser right They're, all the kids are at someone's house fine safe taken care of man he had to literally pick them up and kill them one at a time Except for the girls, he killed them at the same time. But God, this is so disgustingly bad. I know. Ugh. He said that These poor kids. This is bad. Oh my he, god. He said that he told Cameron when he was strangling him, because his brother was in the bed right next to him. He said, "This is this is all going to play out based on how how you go. This is all on you." So in other words, like if you wake up your brother, it's going to be worse, or you might your brother might end up dead. Oh my god. It's so bad. And then this fucking asshole says his hands hurt the next day. From I, I can't. Yeah, I, I'm this, so this, mad. This I want to kill this guy with my own bare hands. Yeah, this one, is, this one is really. I hate bad. this guy so much. Yeah. I literally want to tear him apart with my own hands. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure everyone listening right now wants to kill him too. I mean, if, if you're one of these people that don't believe an eye for an eye, I mean, you may it may change now because, first of all, you're not rehabilitating this guy. This no. guy is pure evil. Yes. And the death penalty exists for people like this. Absolutely. Literally exists for people like this. Absolutely. I, it, I, it needs to be used on I'd him. I'd gladly... No appeals. Gladly push the button and no have bullshits. a sandwich. I, I, I have a sandwich and sleep perfectly on my pillow. Uh, me too. And I'm not even like that. Yeah. I, don't even, I don't even kill a bug. But me too. Yeah, this I is could kill this story. guy. Man, this was bad. Ugh. Piece of shit. This was... Sleep that guy. <laughs> this one was rough. Oh my Such God. Such a scumbag. Poor, those poor little kids, you know? And like you said, the way the five-year-old died with the... With the, uh, the zip tie. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. If you... I mean, first of all, if you put a zip tie on super tight, I can't even imagine the pressure on his poor little head. 
and how scared he must have been. Yeah, but he, you can't even get that thing off. No. Like if and like I feel like a five year old even knows that. I feel like a five year old boy like sees people using zip ties and like knows that like you can't get them off. You have to cut them off. But like, if you don't put it on really tight, that's what I'm saying. The arteries will push the blood to your head and it won't come back down because right. there's pressure in the arteries. There's not enough pressure coming back. So. I feel like literally your head would basically want, like feel like it was exploding. Uh, super terrible. So bad. So and then they find him like that, still with a zip tie around his neck. Ugh. He can't even have the respect for the poor baby's corpse to take the thing off. I mean, he just throws them all in totes, and then and then he claims that he manages to smell with mothballs, and fly spray, and cleaners. Yeah, like fuck you, man. Disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah, there's a reason that bodies smell like that because they're both they want they they smell because they want someone to identify that smell and find them. Right. That's why bodies smell because they're not supposed to be fucking out. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. It is. It's disgusting. Oh man, this was a tough one, man. This was a tough one. Anyone with the kids, but the way they died, the viciousness of it, man. I know. This was a tough one. I don't like the ones with the kids either. But this is just, this, this guy was fucking, they, I just feel like he had to be completely off his rocker, but at the same time focused enough to come up with a plan. Well, I don't, I don't Even though he aimlessly wandered around, like, with them in totes under the house was, and in the car. Like, it was so, med- it was, if it wasn't premeditated, it was definitely thought You know, out. I think the difference with him is, is that, like, most people report this shit, like, right away. Like, there's a weird smell coming from the trailer next door. Right, or right. But nobody, like, said anything. Or my daughter's missing. Like, nobody got involved in any of this. Like, nobody said anything. And then her mother said in an interview that she had lived with them previously. And that he, she never saw him get handsy with Casey necessarily. But he did try to hit her mother. Now, I don't know. I don't know. Her mother's like. And you'd have no idea. Can you imagine your neighbor had five bodies in their house and you didn't know for for two weeks three weeks think for a second that like you're at a stoplight and this car's behind you and there's six but and there's four five bodies bodies in the car behind you dead in totes or in front of you oh my god i mean two babies with an animal driving basically yeah two babies and one tote together you know a, a little dead boy with a zip tie around his neck like some disturbing shit in that van yeah I put this on my list of things to research. It's been on my list of things to research almost since the beginning of this. Because really? when I was like looking at cases, I was like, oh, this, you know, I, I mean, basically like, you know, sometimes I see snippets and I'm like, all right, this guy drove around with the body of his family. But like four or five times I've revisited it, like to go do it. Mm-hmm. And I just can't wrap my head around it. So like, that's how long it's taken me to like wrap my head around. Like, all right, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do it already. I'm just gonna do it. Did you find yourself trying, like having a hard time telling the story? Yeah, because like even when I was reading it and the, and I got to like the zip tie thing or yeah, like yeah, yeah. the fact that like I mean when I mean I guess one of the things like I kind of omitted like when he had his knee on Cameron's chest like you know like he was like per- like purposely saying he was re- trying to restrict his breathing like while he was strangling him like and I'm just picturing how much these kids suffered yeah. you know and then how he threatens him like that something's gonna happen to his brother like if he doesn't just shut the fuck up and let him kill him you know like what. I just, I have a hard time, like, yeah, even wrapping fear, my head around the, the it. The fear that they went through. And this is someone that they love. This is their father. The stepfather. Still, but, you know? Yeah. I mean. It's someone that I would, I would, I would imagine they think is safe, like, safe around them. Well, you know, there's, like, a, there's also, 
I tried to look up her Facebook, and it's either gone or I just couldn't oh, find I'm it sure or whatever. Someone took it down. But um, there's a, actually like a Facebook group, like based like like where they're they're all like speculating on stuff or whatever. And Man, that's bad. Yeah, and I mean everyone's everyone on there is like having a hard time with it. I'm sure. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Picture even the kids that well, they so go to school with. One of the people speculated that the reason that that he killed Cameron was that maybe he found his mother's body in the closet. Like, maybe, like, that was when he decided to kill one of the kids, but then oh he just killed all the kids. God, I didn't even think of that. Like I didn't think of it either. Poor kids the mother's body. Oh, my God. I didn't think of it either. Well, think about it. I'm still looking for her. Yeah, they're, and I'm, he's I'm not sure mad. they're like, where's mom? Yeah. He didn't kill them till August 10th, so they hadn't seen their mom since July 10th. If he <sighs> found, you know, and then once he kills one of them, I guess, he figures he's got to kill at least the two brothers, and then... What's he going to do on the run with two girls, I guess, two babies? So it just got lower and lower. This is like, you know, obviously we're not going to do it. We, we agreed we're never going to do it. That jerk off that uh, killed his two daughters and put them down in that, in that oh, shaft. No, 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 we're never doing that. Yeah. But it reminds me of, like, how mm -hmm. twisted and fucking evil people are that they're willing to kill their own. It's like, you know. And, and, you know, I'm not giving any pass to that, but... That all those events happened one day. Like, he, I don't want to say snapped, but he, like, just killed everybody in one day. Buried them, got rid of their bodies, put them in that in the, in the oil tank or whatever. Yeah. You're talking about Chris Watts. Right, all because he can be with that girl. Right. Yeah. Or allegedly there's also a guy that wants to be with him. Okay. So who knows if it's a girl I, or a guy. I don't guy. even care because that guy's an asshole. Right. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, that happened one day. This happened over a six-week period. He killed five people over six weeks. And you know what fucked up thing about that Watts thing is, like, we, we shouldn't even talk about it because then we're actually doing it. But the thing is, is like, there's girls out there that are attracted to him. That are writing to him in prison. Fuck crazy. There's nobody attracted to this guy. Yeah. This guy looks like a short, fat little shit. I hate him. He's fat. He looks like an asshole. He looks like a scumbag. <laughs> I can only... He he looks like he smells like sweat, ball <sighs> sweat, and cigarettes. <laughs> Did you get get that? <laughs> cigarettes and ball sweat. There you go. That's new uh, potpourri disgusting yeah this was nobody's writing this guy in prison no if they are just kill yourself now <laughs> i'm serious oh, i'm serious because you're like as low as he is you can't do any more kids once for a little while like you get to wait i know well i try i really try not to do like more than one in, in each 10 yeah but sometimes like the most fucked up stories like involve that yeah yeah i'm sure all right, well, there you go. That was 45. 45. Yeah, I mean, you, do you remember when we were just doing, like, the third one? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I wonder if anybody can listen. I know. We have a lot of listeners now. Yeah, maybe. After this, I don't know. This one's bad. Right, because this, this one's, like, rough. But this one's long, so I feel like someone's only going to tune into this when they're like, oh, I got to go an hour away or whatever. I got to right, go 45 right, right. minutes, and then they'll listen to it. Yeah. All right, well, we hope that uh, we can bring you something soon that at least we'll get a chuckle this one not happening mm -mm. i don't no. think we laughed once no not funny no, at all there's nothing funny about this one nope all right guys we will be back soon all right have a good one thanks for listening Bye.